بسم الله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى لسيدنا محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى لإبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وأعذنا من شرور أنفسنا قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم أشد الناس بلاء الأنبياء ثم الأمثل فالأمثل وقال الله تبارك وتعالى إنما يوفى الصابرون أجرهم بغير حساب صدق الله العظيم As I drove past the shops coming to the masjid it was dark I could hardly see much but if that could bring so much of pain to me to a certain extent I can understand what the people of this town is feeling and only that individual will understand what he is going through who is in the middle of the storm but we always say that there is one more that understands your pain even more than you and that is your Allah for which reason ulama have mentioned it was on the demise of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that an individual came in later on some said that that was khidr an individual came in when everyone was gripped in that like the nabi of allah is gone Those that saw that sight, they said that as though Medina Munawwara that day became like day turned into night. So we could just feel it was different. So he entered and he said some words and the end of that sentence was إِنَّمَا الْمَحْرُومُ مَنْ حُرِمَ الثَّوَابُ That remember this exams will come and sometimes very huge exams will come. But an exam comes with a lot of reward, lot of reward. He says, really where someone says, poor person, he says, really the poor person is the one who lost out on the reward. This is a world of tests, a world of exams. No one likes to write a hard exam. And sometimes the devil blows a thought in us that an exam is a punishment. an exam is a disgrace allah's rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam then said this word he said ashaddu an-nasi bala al-anbiya that the one whose exam is taken the highest and the hardest are the closest to allah the anbiya alayhim assalam he said thumma al-amthal then those that are the closest to the anbiya then those are the closest to them an exam is not a punishment an exam comes after the exam there's an award an exam is not a punishment an exam is if it's a hard exam there's a reward and award given after it is after an exam that revolutions took place in the world if it is it was after exams that nabi yusuf alayhi salam he had the dream when he was in the house he said oh my father i saw the sun the moon the stars making sajda to me nabi yaqub alayhi salam understood that for you to be the boss of both the worlds the king of egypt there will have to be an exam before it also 
In preparation, he already said, Oh my son, don't tell your brothers about this. But the dream never showed that. Some say he had his own dream, that's why he understood. Others say no. He understood that for my son to reach where his dream is showing he's going to reach, the family of Yaakov will have to go through an exam. It wasn't long ago, one friend of mine, he phoned, he was so excited, his wife had, what a dream, what a dream. It was about a child that's young in that house or going to be born, I can't remember exactly, but it showed that this boy is going to be like brilliant in the world. So much it showed of the brilliance of the child that I told that if I ever come to that place where you are, bring this boy, I just want to make salam to him. Because he got a unique future in life, a unique future. I marveled at the dream. And it happened years later that in that same family, Allah brought a very, very difficult condition. Very difficult condition. That family found that from all sides, Allah like shut the doors. And in a manner that when he explained to me, I also said, impossible. Like, that you can't get shut in that way and that way. Everything against the norm of the world. Everything just closing. And then as I was sitting and thinking, like, what a exam came on them. Then my mind went back to the dream. That was a few years ago, he told me. And a thought came to me. That for his child to reach where the dream is showing, one day you will reach. You will be brilliant in the world. For him to be able to get that honor, Allah had to put that family in an exam. During the exam, there will be a lot of tears and enjoy those tears. Because those tears will water the garden of the Ummah of tomorrow. It is sacrifice that has made Islam reach where it reached. It is the blood of martyrs, it is the tears of oppressed and people in difficulty. Ulama would mention when Almighty Allah has written a certain decision. And big decisions means the opening of the doors of guidance for the world. Then for those doors to open, Almighty Allah got a system. That a certain amount of tears is required. A certain amount of blood is required. And Almighty Allah then He chooses where He's going to take His blood from, where He's going to take His tears from. But perhaps that individual one day will see that when Allah pays back, He doesn't only pay back on one difficulty, He pays back by saying your tear was the deep result of this entire revolution that took place in the world. This verse has been interpreted in two ways. One is, ulama have mentioned, as comes in the narration, that Almighty Allah explained to the angels how they must write the deeds of man. So this action got its deed and the man does it, the angel records. That action got its deed. In the month of Ramadan you will hear, إِلَّا sawm except fasting. Almighty Allah said, I will sort out that. That's between me and him. Ulama have explained not only fasting, but what is called the concept of sabr, patience. 
The patience is a thing that only you and your creator understand the pain you are going through. The individual that has to see my life had to change. But when he makes an ah, that ah between him and the throne of Allah, there's no barrier. There is no barrier. That individual doesn't need the plains of Arafat to cry to Allah. Wherever he is, he got his Arafat. Wherever he is. And as the days will go, the difficulty, although you might not believe it, will definitely get less by the day. And what you think can never come alive, will come alive again. And the one who says, I'll never stand, we are dealing or talking of an Allah who shows us every night turns back into day. Wadduha, by the qasam of day, by the oath of day when everything is bright. Wallayli idha saja, and by the oath of the night when everything becomes dark. But after every dark night, when you see dawn breaking in the morning, it's giving a message to the world that behind me there is an Allah who says, happen, and everything happens. مَا وَدَّعَكَ رَبُّكَ وَمَا قَلَى When difficulties come in your life, when your day turns into night, remember that your Allah has not left you. مَا وَدَّعَكَ رَبُّكَ وَمَا قَلَى Your Allah is not upset with you and said, get lost. This verse was revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at a time when he was in an extremely concerned and grieved position. Jibreel alayhi salam was not coming. He could not understand why is he not coming. وَالضُحَى by the oath of when everything was day. And we know how many years of day we saw. Where we would hear of the wars of Iraq and the wars of Syria and the wars of Yemen. And we would give help to those countries and we would say, Allah, do not take our imtihan. Years and years we saw day. Then there will always be a time when night also comes. But when night comes, this verse must be read. Ma wadda'aka rabbuka. Remember your Allah has not left you. Wa ma qala. He's not upset. This is an exam. Wa al-akhiratu khayrul laka min al-ula. The reality is that another world is better for you than this world. And for man to get certain things which has been written, Almighty Allah has written something called an exam. And in the exam, the question that brings the highest of marks, sometimes you say, you know, you've got three questions, but if you can just manage question one, you passed already. Question one. Question one is called the exam of sabr, patience. So ulama mentioned that this act of patience is that amal يُوَفَّ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجْرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ That the people of patience will be given such a reward that cannot go in the calculator. بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ It can't be brought under a number. 
It cannot be brought under a number. And a second translation of the verse is بِغَيْرِ حِسَاب We all know the meaning of حِسَاب reckoning which comes in a narration on that day when man will have to stand for his reckoning even the martyrs will be told that wait on one side then the people will start coming in lines for the reckoning and then there will be a group coming who had gone through difficulty they will be called as-sabirun the people of patience the angels will be told move the people and they will be told just go through yuwaffa as-sabirun the people of patience will be rewarded bi ghayri hisab there will be no reckoning for them bi ghayri hisab walal akhiratu khayrul laka min al-ula the year after is much better than this world. But man's nature is, but I want this world. وَلَسَوْفَ يُعْطِيكَ رَبُّكَ فَتَرْضَى Then Almighty Allah says, okay, no problem. Soon your Rabb will give you, give you, give you. He will make you more than happy. He will give it back. وَلَسَوْفَ يُعْطِيكَ رَبُّكَ فَتَرْضَى and then the verse surah which we all know surah wadduha speaks about what difficulties brought for rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam everything at the beginning was difficult and every difficulty gave a result which was unique everything was difficult on his birth they could find no one who wanted to take him in the house how do you feel as a child that no one wants me Difficulty. That the mother has to cry and say, No one wants my beloved Muhammad. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then the one who finally said, I'll have to take Halima. And suddenly her whole life changes. Whole life. She says that animal which couldn't move starts moving. That milk that was not coming out starts coming out. She said, I never wanted to take the boy Muhammad. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because I knew there's no father in this house. So even when I bring him back, they'll pay what they have to pay. There's going to be no extra bonus. She says, finally I was forced, in being forced into a difficulty, opened up a fortune. She said, had I not been forced, my fortune would not have opened. She would not have got Muhammad wasallam in a house had there been no difficulty. Had there been no difficulty, Allah says, did we not find you as an orphan? Did we not find you as a pauper, poor person? Did we not find you that you had no one to teach you, you were just looking away, what I must do? It was all difficulties, difficulties, difficulties that opened up a world of revolution. It is a springboard to reach very high, very high, very high. In whatever happened in this country, you might say that why was our town targeted? So I can say one thing, although perhaps today it might not sound the best. This is a town of Quran. This is a town of Quran. 
So perhaps Allah knew that in the entire country if the exam has to be taken to make all of us fly up in the sky as a revolution, it is you people of Quran who will manage the exam, we won't manage the exam. Through the barakah of your Quran. And may Allah make it that because of you all the entire world gets its revolution. Things are changing very fast. But for it to go where it goes, it had to have a springboard. Everything is going to come back. Allah give everything back. Allah give everything back. And that person who says how, he just looks at the rain that comes on the dead land and the land comes out again. You will never understand and I cannot understand why. Why it happened so fast, it happened, life changed. Today in Juma I gave an example, I'll give it. Luqman salam, known as Luqman the wise, he explained to his son that when these things happen which are difficult, 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 understand that there's only in it goodness, goodness, goodness. So the son said that this is not something you can accept. Lad. How can there be goodness in a problem? So Luqman the wise said that there is a Nabi in a nearby area, we will have to go to him, he'll give the example. He will show you the proof, I can't show you the proof, but I am telling you it's like this. And they set out. Each one is mounted on his donkey, and the journey which is supposed to wrap up very fast is not wrapping up, it's just getting longer. And the donkey which doesn't ever get tired is getting tired. And now when they notice that we're not going to reach where we need to reach, and at night if we get stuck here, we won't know where to go, so they jump off the donkey. And now when you're like worried, excited, I have to get there before darkness comes, you start running. As they are running in a desert, you're normally supposed to be able to see everything on the ground, but the boy doesn't see that bone that is stuck out. And because of that running, Force, he bangs his leg on a bone and it goes through the foot. Now he can't run, he's stuck and he's bleeding, he goes unconscious. Luqman the wise comes to him, takes him, puts him in his lap and as a father he starts cheering, crying. So the tear falls onto the boy's face because he's understanding that if I can't get my son out of here, but how am I going to get him out? So the tear wakes up his son takes him out of that state, he looks at his father crying, he says, oh my father, you cry now. You the one who said, it's all good, all good. He said, show me the goodness today. That if you're going to leave me now and go, you will live the rest of your life in this. I let my son die. I deserted him. He said, and if you stay here to help me and night comes, then you're also going to die with me. Wild animals will come. So what good is in this? And Luqman then perhaps he spoke for all of you all, for all of us. He said this tear is the tear of a father. A father has to cry when he sees what his son is going through. If those that have been afflicted in this present or in the future or in the past, if you want to cry, there is no problem with crying. Crying is a sign your heart is not a rock. You let the tear come out. Be a Luqman. And at the same time he said, but my son I guarantee you, 
that had this not happened, something worse would have happened to either you or me. Or because of this, some very great good is written either for you or me. He said, that part I can guarantee. That no matter how big the exam is, after it is something else. Something else. You people will not understand and I will not understand. Because he was Luqman, Allah was going to show him. They saw then suddenly a man riding in the distance. White turban, white jubba. And as he's running, 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 then that animal and the person just disappears. Just like that. And he's wondering, then he hears a voice. That what did the foolish boy say? So he looks around and he says, who's talking? So the voice says that I am Jibrail, the angel of Allah. Alayhi salam. So what did the foolish boy say? So now Jibrail, Luqman the wise could not say now my son said like this because it wasn't a good sentence. So in his wisdom he said it and it comes in the narration in his wisdom he said it that if you really Jibrail, then you already know what my son said. So I'm not going to repeat what he said. Left it that. Then Jibrail salam spoke and he said actually I was not sent for you or your son. I was sent to destroy a village which was in front of you. The one that you and your son were going very fast towards. I had been given the command sink. Sink. And that land was going to be taken in. And I had got the message that Luqman and his son are on the way. So Jibrail salam said, I asked Almighty Allah permission. I said, Allah, will you delay the journey of Luqman and his son, lengthen the journey? He said, your donkey became tired because of my dua. And then you jumped off the donkey. So as you started running, we needed something to push you back. So the bone had to come out to hold. The leg had to get caught. It had to bang on that place. What you saw is problem after problem after problem was goodness after goodness after goodness. We needed you to be kept back so that that entire land could be sunk before you reached in and were taken with it. He said, as for the bleeding of the leg, he said that wound will heal in a few days. He said, forget few days, he rubs his hand over it and the whole wound has healed. And then he said, your food, your water, that's something you'll always get back. He puts his hand over it and that water comes out again. Says your animals are just there around the corner. Here's your food, water. Here's your son. Well, go now, go. But it was a message. It comes in the narrations. This incident has been mentioned in the narrations. Great, great ulama quoted it. It was a message for the people of difficulty. The dear Luqman, cry in your difficulty and say what he said. I am convinced that in this Allah has put something which is grateful. Although I can't see the greatness, but I am convinced that in it there is greatness. Me and you read Surah Kahf. Before the 16th Jews starts, it ends with Khidr and Musa salam. Musa salam was the Nabi of the era. Then Minal Min. Ulil Azm, from the mightiest of the Anbiya. 
He was Kalimullah. He would speak with Allah and say, Why like this and why like that? And Allah Tabarukullah left Musa salam to give a message to the world, especially to the world who are on the brink of a revolution. Because just after this incident comes the next. And the next is, وَيَسْأَلُونَكَ عَنْ ذِي They are asking you regarding the great man, إِنَّا مَكَّنَّا لَهُ فِي الْأَرْضِ We had given him strength in the world. We gave him from every source. He was a man of deen and he was just taking it. But before you can talk of Zulqarnain, there had to be an exam. Almighty Allah speaks about when Musa salam met Khidr. Then he took a journey with him very short. But in that short journey, he left a unique lesson for the people of the world. They boarded a boat and the people never took money from them. They recognized Khidr that you a pious man, how can I take money from you? So Musa salam and Khidr reached. But before reaching, Khidr makes a hole in the boat. Musa salam says, did you do this here so you can drown these people? That sentence of his is a sentence which perhaps the devil will want to say to me and you. That ask your Allah that why did he put a hole in my business so that he can drown all of us? Why did he put that hole in my business that he can drown all of us? Musa alayhi salam asked Khidr, You have indeed that something that doesn't make sense. That question means what he said is why? And Khidr will say, I told you, you will not manage to understand the secrets of this journey. But when he would explain to him later on, he would explain around the corner was a different world. A different future. There was a king who was taking away boats. This boat was also going to be taken away. Almighty Allah wanted the boat to be saved. But for the boat to be saved, it needed a hole. It was a temporary destruction which saved eternal destruction. A temporary problem which saved a lot of problems. You might think this is the ending. May Allah make it that after the bayan, when you go back, each one of you all can say, no, this is the beginning. Not the end. That around the corner there was a zalim who was going to finish, not my dunya, my deen. Shuraih, rahimullah, would say, when a difficulty comes to me, he says, immediately I make shukr to Allah on four things. He says, I make shukr to Allah that it could have been worse. So I say, Allah, I thank you that you did not give me something worse. He says, I make shukr to Allah that he allowed me to be patient. He said, I make shukr to Allah that he brought the sentence, Inna lillah wa inna ilayhi raji'oon on my tongue. And he said, the fourth, I make shukr to Allah. That he took away my dunya, he never took away my deen. He took away my dunya, he never took away my deen. Who knows around the corner, 
If that zalim was there, who was going to snatch away the iman of our progeny? But in the barakah of Quran, Allah said that this town's iman will not be taken. They will be put through an exam which everyone else will say impossible to stand after this exam. But the miracle of Quran will show by Allah there is no word called impossible. Musa carries on with Khidr. And they come to a handsome, beautiful, ma'asum, innocent young boy. And Khidr is ordered to break the neck of the boy. He does not only break it, he extracts the neck. Imagine those parents who are good parents finding the boy without a neck. How they must have cried that day. And if someone had to go and tell them, they would say, Why this happened to my son? And Khidr would be telling Musa a.s. That Almighty Allah had written for this family that they will be the parents of the revolution coming in the future. That a child has to be born in this family. But for that child to be born, this child had to first go. Who knows if this town has been written as the revolution for tomorrow. But for that revolution, something had to happen. Musa a.s. goes with Khidr. And where they thought the people will give them food which is so cheap, the people don't give them. And then when Musa wants to like take revenge, normally you're angry, you see a wall, you hit the wall, wall must fall. Here the wall is falling and Khidr puts up the wall again. And Musa says that, what did you do this for? And Khidr will say that you're looking at the wall, but under the wall. Under the wall there's a treasure. And Allah did not want these people to get that treasure. That treasure is written for somebody else. Young boys are in this town. The day they get old, Allah will give it. But three incidents was to show the world through Musa salam That if anyone could have worked out what's happening, it would have been Musa salam If anyone could have. When he in the ending also had to say, I was wrong on every question. It was to say to the world, you already say Allah, we accept. We accept. I saw death there and I understood in death you have put life. I saw loss there and I understood in loss you have put wealth. I saw something being erected there, I understood by you something else is happening under the ground. I can't see anything Allah, but my surah kahf, has told me that before the revolution, I will see a lot of amazing things happening in the world. A lot of exams, which in the hadith, Allah's Nabi said, such exams you will see at the end of times, that the second one will make the first one seem like nothing. The second one will make the first one seem small. Meaning one exam will come. In one narration, the wording comes, such an exam that the people going through it will say that this is too difficult. And as that exam is going down and they say, I think it's finished, another will start. But this other one will make that one insignificant. You forgot about the old one. You all saw an example of it. That a while ago when we came, it was death in every town, death. Corona they called it. Everyone was crying. When this happened, the word Corona was 
for God. And we don't know what exams are still written for the people of the world. But when Allah has written a revolution, then Mubarak to every drop of blood and Mubarak to every tear that is used to bring about that revolution. Because in that revolution, Allah will give that individual a share of the rewards that will go right till the ending with that revolution. We are on the verge of a revolution. Why Allah wanted what to happen, happened. Why it happened in one area and not another area, we will never know. You will never know. But as I said today when I was giving the Jummah lecture, I'll say it again to you. On the day when you will meet Allah, or in the near future, when you will see the smoke all clearing up, and you will see a new future, that individual whose exam was taken of sabr, he will say, Allah, how you did and what you did, I thank you for doing it. How you did and what you did, I thank you for doing it. If you will not say it today, I guarantee you, you will say it there. Because the narration that spoke about when the people of patience are being told, just enter, 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 no hisab. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, on that day, the people who did not make, have that difficulty which this group had, as they will see them just going into paradise without reckoning, they will say, Allah, if we knew it was going to be like this, then why didn't you take scissors in the world and remove our skin from our bone while we were conscious? And we would have screamed in that pain just so that we can get what they get in today. It will have a unique reward on that day where the person will say, Allah, what you did, when you did, I thank you for doing it. May Allah Tawarukana make your pain a very easy pain. But during this pain, one, don't lose the reward of the pain. Number two, understand, as long as the pain stays with you people, you got an Arafat every day. You are so close to the Arsh of Allah that you don't need to reach the plains of Arafat to make your dua hurt. Almighty Allah is saying to the angels, pay special attention to what's coming from your lips. During the next few months of pain, every night take the opportunity to make dua. You do not need today our duas. The world needs your duas. In the books of the past, this word was famous. That when they would say, Allah, where are you? Then the answer would come, Ana inda munkasiratil qulub. I am in the hearts of those whose hearts are broken. I am in the heart of those whose hearts is broken. You will not have to look for Allah. Allah is by you. You will not have to call. Allah is asking you ask. You are at the moment the VIP of the world. Until your dunya starts coming up again. And it will come up and Allah will give you all inshallah even more than before. But until that day, don't lose the opportunity of building your future. 
Every time when you look at what you lost, either lift your hands or with your hands down. Ibrahim was told by Allah, leave your son. His hope was his son, Ismail alayhi salam. He said, leave the mother of the son. When he had to leave, Ibrahim salam turned. Separation from your son that you waited for for so many years, not knowing whether the son will survive or not. At that moment, Ibrahim salam, as walking away, could have either just fallen to the ground and said, what a test Allah. Instead he stood. وَإِذْ قَالَ إِبْرَاهِيمُ رَبِّ جَعَلْ هَذَا Allah says, remember when Ibrahim made dua. He made dua when the test was the most severe. At that time he said, Allah, in a land where there is nothing called peace, Allah make it the city of peace. Allah, in a land where there is no fruits, bring the fruits of the world. What we call Makkah Mukarramah today, is called the dua of Ibrahim salam of yesterday. What the world will see tomorrow and saying, amazing what happened. Who knows, maybe it will be your duas that will prepare the future for this country and for the world. When you will look at your dunya and as you see it coming up slowly, slowly, every time you look at it, think of Ibrahim salam, and you become an Ibrahim. Either lift your hands at that moment and make dua for your progeny and our progeny. And maybe through your duas, Allah will save the iman of our generations. Your dunya will come again, but don't lose the opportunity to make dua because you are VIPs at the moment in the court of Allah. Don't lose the reward, don't lose the chance of dua. Whenever you're feeling the pain too much, just say, Inna lillah. وَإِنَّا إِلَيْهِ رَاجِعُونَ And here Allah saying to the angel, build for him another paradise, another palace in paradise. This is the real palace called Baytul Hamd. This is the true praise of my servant. He's looking at what went in his life and he still says, Allah, I love you. May Allah tabarakallah make your exam a very easy exam. May Allah make you all an example for the world of what is called patience. In the books of history, they got examples where they write what and what some people went through. But when other people came, instead of those people saying, I came to give you tasalli, the people of difficulty were giving tasalli. The people of difficulty were smiling. The people of difficulty were reading Quran. And the man would say, how can you be in your condition? When Alim came to Hazrat Shah Hakim Muhammad Akhtar Sahib, when he heard of Hazrat after becoming paralyzed and he knew that now he cannot travel in the world and it's not easy to be paralyzed. Paralyzed, who's going to look after you? Make your khidmat, you can't go toilet. You are doing your physio but it's not working. So that alim came, he traveled from a distance. He came just to come and give a, a small advice and say don't worry and Allah will reward. Make sabr. We were there in that room when he came. So when he came, Hazrat Kim Sahib at that day, always he was, but that day he was like more also jokey. Hazrat Kim Sahib was very jokey. So someone was making a joke and Hazrat Kim Sahib was just laughing, one way laughing. And that alim is like stunned. He's like, I came so far to come and tell this great alim that don't worry, don't worry. He doesn't have any worry. 
He is laughing like anything. So after a while that person who was making the joke went away and Hazrat Yim Sahib said, Kaysa ana and how everything and he said, Hazrat, I came actually from very far to give you like some tasalli to say, don't worry, don't worry. He said, I spent 10 minutes in your presence, all my worries disappears. Yeah, I had my own fikr of my madrasa and this happening, I forgot all that. And then he said, how can you laugh in the condition you are in? And Hazrat Rakim Sahib just went quiet. Like, and one cheer came out of his eye. That was his answer. That I thank you Allah that even in difficulty you can make me happy with you. Yet he never gave an answer. That he shocked the ulama also. May Allah make you all, you all shock the ulama of the world. That when a person comes after, this house is inviting, that house is inviting. Then he says, oh it seems you weren't affected. He says, no come and show you, I was the worst affected. He says, how can you smile you see one cheer coming from the eye that I thank Allah who is the one who gives happiness even in a storm. May Allah tawarukala make you people. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.